It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You'll get your turkey with the side of Commanders and Cowboys this Thanksgiving. That and more on today's schedule release episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Commanders fans of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team Every day, this is your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders. Please subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast so you always get the latest episodes when they drop. I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media covering your Washington Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me there, here, or on Twitter at dharrison82 or text me anytime at 202 760 And now you can find Locked On Commanders and the entire Locked On Network on the Sirius XM app. Thanks for making Locked On Commanders your first listen or view today and every day. And a special thanks to all the everydayers out there coming through five days a week. The NFL schedule released Thursday night, and now we have official confirmation. The Washington Commanders will play their first Thanksgiving game under their new name this year in Dallas. Now, the Washington Commanders, or the Washington franchise by multiple names, uh, as we know over the years, have played five games in Dallas on Thanksgiving Day, in uh, or five games, rather, since 2002. Now, in those games, the Washington Commanders have only won two of those five games, but they've won both of those games in a pretty impressive fashion. Going back to November 26th of 2020, Washington defeated the Dallas Cowboys 41-16 to behind an amazing effort by running back Antonio Gibson, who had three rushing touchdowns on the game, Montez Sweat, uh, kind of put the dagger in with a pick six uh, himself. Logan Thomas completed a 28-yard pass, also caught a touchdown pass. Uh, of course, Andy Dalton was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys as Dak Prescott had been injured. That all led to uh, eventually the Washington uh, football team at the time, right, winning the division uh, and famously, as Ron Rivera said, playing with house money, nearly upsetting the eventual Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in FedEx Field. Before that game, you go back to November 22nd of 2018, where the Cowboys defeated Washington 31 to 23. Amari Cooper had two touchdown catches in that game of 40 plus yards, so 40 yards or more, twice victimizing Washington for touchdowns. Vernon Davis actually had a 53 yard touchdown catch, and Washington quarterback Colt McCoy threw for 268 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. Third game back, 2016, November 24th, the Cowboys won that game as well, 31. To 26, Deshaun Jackson made a 67-yard touchdown reception. Kirk Cousins threw for 449 yards and three touchdowns in the loss. That's a brutal stat line to come in a loss. And Washington had two red zone drives that both resulted in field goals in the first half. Uh, look, you lose by five points, and you left a good amount of points on the field in those drives. That's kind of how uh, it happens. You have to go back to 2012, November 22nd of 2012, for the last Washington win before that 2020 win, that was a 38 to 31 victory in Robert Griffin III's rookie season. His first TD or the first TD of the game, rather, was a 60-yard pass from RG3 to Aldrick Robinson. 
three touchdown passes on the day by RG3 of 20-plus yards, uh, so 20 yards or more, threw for 304 total yards, four touchdowns, one interception, a great debut for Robert Griffin III in the Washington-Dallas rivalry. November 28, 2002, uh, which ironically enough, the just after the second anniversary of my enlistment in the Army, I was like 19 years old or 20 years old maybe by then, uh, depending on the math. Yeah, I was 20 years old. Dallas won that game 27-20. to 20. Washington quarterback Danny Warfel, now there's a name that I hadn't heard in a very long time, had a 40-yard pass to Rod Gardner and actually threw three touchdown passes on the day, but he also threw a pick six to Dallas Cowboys safety Roy Williams with Washington up 20-10. to 10. Obviously, that narrowed the score quite a bit. It was just one of his three interceptions on the day that kind of helped derail all of the good they had done and all the efforts they made. So that's the last five games uh, that the Dallas Cowboys and Washington has played on Thanksgiving, again, in Dallas. Uh, Washington two and five in those games, but here's here's uh, some signs for some good, right? Antonio Gibson obviously had a really good game the last time the Cowboys and and the Commanders face off uh, on Thanksgiving. I know they weren't the Commanders then, but you get the picture. Montez Sweat obviously had a good day. Any day a defensive end gets a pick six, that's a good day. I don't even care what the rest of the stat box looked like. Um, and you go the time before that, you had a first year starting quarterback. Now I know Sam Howell's not a rookie. RG3 was a rookie, but RG3 was in his first year as a starting quarterback for Washington. Sam Howell's in his first year as a starting quarterback for Washington, so there's some correlation there. So I don't think it's too early to predict that Antonio Gibson will have three rushing touchdowns, Montez Sweat will have a pick six, and Sam Howell will have three passing touchdowns. So that's seven touchdowns by my count. So uh, as long as Jack Del Rio's defense does what they need to do, um, Washington should come out with a win in that game. I will be in Dallas for that Thanksgiving game. Uh, I've already planned with my family. Saturday will be our Thanksgiving. So Thursday will be the game. Friday, I will fly home. Then we will do our festivities on Saturday and give you a little peek behind the curtain. I don't know if you actually really care out there, but the Cowboys Stadium, uh, I know we hate the Cowboys, but the stadium, best press box uh, that I've been to yet. Now I'll be heading to SoFi Stadium uh, this year, and I'll be heading to Mercedes-Benz Stadium this year for the first time. The question is when? The full Washington Commanders 2023 NFL schedule coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack, but you don't want all the sugar and the calories, then you need to try the best tasting protein bar ever. Built, you got to try this. Built Bars are healthy and they taste amazing with amazing flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and creams, all covered in 100% dark chocolate. You're not going to realize that they're good for you because they taste like candy bars, but they pack amazing macros, only having 130 calories, just four grams of sugar while packing 17 grams of protein. You can get them at your local Walmart or your local Sam's Club, and you can also get your specialty flavors at Built.com. Go to the pharmacy section to find cookies and cream bar, double chocolate bar, or coconut puffs. And at Sam's Club, you can find yourself brownie batter puff and churro puff. And at Built.com right now, you can get in on the return of chocolate peanut butter and chocolate coconut granola bars. Again, that's Built.com. Built bars built different. you got to try this. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
going to make a lot of Commanders your first listen or your first view of the day. Every day, make sure you come back next week. I'm going to have my official way too early projection, uh, win-loss projection for this schedule. I'm going to go through. I'm going to study uh, all the teams on this schedule, kind of gauge their schedules as well, look at who they're playing ahead of the time, who they're playing after, all those other things. Uh, and then I will give you my quote-unquote official record projections. Uh, I've already had a few uh, subtexters hit me up with their record projections. If you have your own win-loss record projection that you want to share, drop it in the premier live chat, comment section, email, or of course you can text it to me, all that information on how to get a hold of me coming up at the end of today's episode. But make sure you come back for that every day. And also, I mean, rookie camp is on Friday. I will be out at Ashburn pretty much all day, talking to Coach Rivera, watching the rookies, talking to the rookies, analyzing the rookies, doing all kinds of stuff. So we'll talk rookie camp. Uh, next week as well so a lot of stuff coming down the pike but today we are here to talk about the nfl schedule kind of a brief segment one just to kind of go over the recent history in the washington commanders dallas cowboys thanksgiving uh rivalry again commanders two and five so not a whole lot of positives there but there are some good notes three touchdown games things like that to look back on and kind of smile about hopefully we can get a new good chapter in that rivalry coming up uh this year but Of course, that's just one game of many, and let's look at the Washington Commanders' regular season schedule, starting off with the entire schedule. The Washington Commanders will start off the season at home against the Arizona Cardinals on September 10th, 2023, 1 p.m. Eastern time. That game will be broadcast on Fox, and then September 17th, week two, we will be in Denver for the Washington Commanders game against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Russell Wilson welcoming in the team that he could have joined but decided not to join. And we'll see how that goes down. 425 p.m. Eastern on CBS. September 24th, back home in FedEx against the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen bringing his squad in 1 p.m. Eastern on CBS. October 1st at Philadelphia. That is a 1 p.m. game as well on Fox. And then October 5th is Thursday night. So four days later after traveling to Philly. So they're going to play Philly. They're going to get home late Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then they will host the Chicago Bears Thursday uh, for that Thursday night game, 8.15 p.m. Eastern on Amazon Prime Video. Apparently, the NFL just did not get enough Commanders Bears on Thursday night football last year. They just had to do it again. I got enough Chicago Bears Commanders on Thursday night last year, but apparently the NFL didn't get enough of that matchup. October 15th, uh, we are in Atlanta for the Washington Commanders facing Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke in the Atlanta Falcons, 1 o'clock on CBS. October 22nd, we're in the Meadowlands, New York Giants, hosting the Washington Commanders 1 p.m. Eastern at, again that game on CBS a lot of CBS games here for the Washington Commanders hope you like CBS here we have a run of Fox games however October 29th week 8 uh, the Philadelphia Eagles come to town 1 p.m. on Fox and then they're in New England for a November 5th contest 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox November 12th week 10 uh, the Washington Commanders are in Seattle so you go from New England to Seattle east coast to west coast 425 p.m. that Seattle game That is on Fox November 19th, week 11. You're at home against the New York Giants, 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox. November 23rd, that is the Thanksgiving matchup in week 12 at Dallas Cowboys, uh, 4.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS. When I did my my schedule projection, I I, I accidentally, inadvertently, whatever you want to call it, I said that was the week 11 matchup. Uh, Obviously, I can't count my weeks uh, correctly. So I got the game right. I just didn't get the week right. So I don't know if you want to call that a win. Or a loss. Week 13, December 3rd, 2023, uh, the Miami Dolphins come to town 1 p.m. Eastern. If you think we've rattled off a lot of games because we have 13 weeks in without a break, but week 14, the Washington Commanders get their bye week. The second week of December is when they will get their break. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that here in a minute. Week 15, December 17th, we're in Los Angeles 
4.05 p.m. kickoff on CBS, December 24th, the day before Christmas. The Commanders will be in New York again, this time to face off against the Jets, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. I will not be there uh, for that game. I will tell you that right now, December 24th is the biggest day of the Christmas holiday for my family and our traditions. Uh, plus, my son's birthday is right around that time, so it's it's pretty big stretch for our family. So I will not be in New York. I will watch the game from home, uh, just like many of you, and we will surely talk about it, but I will not be in MetLife uh, for that game. December 31st, the San Francisco 49ers are in Washington uh, for a 1 p.m. kickoff on Fox, and then Week 18, the Dallas Cowboys, just like they did last year, will be in town to face Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders to wrap up the regular season. So it's a lot of games, and it's going to be here before you really know. But I think some notable things that we see from this Washington Commander schedule, just one primetime game in all these games. That comes week five, Thursday Night Football against Chicago Bears. Now, again, uh, there is flex scheduling and all those things. So if the Washington Commanders are in the playoff race or if the Dallas Cowboys are in the playoff race or whoever is in the playoff race, certainly a potential that the Commanders get flexed into a primetime game later. But as of right now, week five, Chicago Bears, Thursday Night Football, the only primetime game uh, on the schedule. Next thing we're going to talk about, opening week. Uh, opening week is also the home opener. Week one against the Arizona Cardinals. Very, very interesting matchup here. I think I'm calling this the bounce back bowl because I think when you look at this Arizona Cardinals versus Washington Commanders matchup, you've got two quarterbacks, right, who have both been really, really high, and they've both been really, really low in the eyes of public perception. When you go to Kyler Murray for the Arizona Cardinals, obviously you got Heisman Trophy stuff. You've got college careers, really great games there. Number one overall pick type of stuff. And franchise quarterback labeling, big contract. But you also have the Call of Duty stuff, the injuries, the lack of accountability following postseason losses, all those kinds of things. So very up and down career so far for Kyler Murray. So he's obviously looking to get back up on top and looking to get a road win in week one. Certainly would help propel his stock uh, upwards a little bit. Now, nobody, you know, let's be honest, the, the public perception of the Washington Commanders, nobody's going to throw Kyler Murray a parade if he defeats Sam Howell and the Commanders in Week One, but getting off to a winning one and zero record would certainly help Kyler Murray in his efforts to show everybody that they're wrong about him. For those who are criticizing or doubting him, for Sam Howell, you have a guy who in college, right, was getting first round projections all over the place, was considered a surefire first round pick before his final year of collegiate play. Lost all of his weapons, including Commanders receiver Deami Brown to the NFL. Had a fairly rough season, really. I mean, statistically, like Coach Longo pointed out when I interviewed him after Sam Howell was drafted. If you look at Sam Howell's performance in that final season, he actually didn't have a bad year. He just didn't have as good a year as the year before. Anyway, uh, that's that's water under the bridge. But it kind of just shows that you know he goes from a first round surefire thing to a fifth round quarterback uh, when he actually gets drafted. Sits his entire rookie year, third string quarterback for a lot of the season, second round or uh, third string quarterback for a lot of the year, second string quarterback for a good part of it as well. Finally gets started at the end of the season. Boom, ends the season on a high. Uh, defeats the Dallas Cowboys, his dad's favorite team growing up, which is interesting. Um, and so, you know, he's going to be looking to come in, trying to stay on top, really trying to get that win against the Arizona Cardinals. And let's be fair. One of these quarterbacks is going to beat a team and not get a whole lot of credit, right? The Arizona Cardinals don't have that great of a public perception either, but one of these quarterbacks is going to leave this game having lost to a team that doesn't have a great public perception and people are going to really start doubting. I think uh, Kyler Murray probably has more to lose in this game. I think if Kyler Murray loses the Washington Commanders, people start questioning him even more than they already are. If Sam Howell loses, you're going to get you know new office coordinator. There's some new situations. This is his first game as a real starter. Yeah, yeah there's going to be a lot of excuses kind of made. And look, I'm not saying that they wouldn't necessarily be you know real or logical, but 
there's going to be a lot of kind of yeah buts uh, attached to Sam Howell if they don't beat the Cardinals in week one. But it's an interesting week one. Again, I call it the bounce back bowl. Which quarterback who's been super high but also super low is going to come in the season uh, and get that 1-0 and record. The biggest game in the first half of games, first nine weeks is what I'm calling the first half of the game. I know there's nine games in the first half, eight games in the second half, but that's how I'm dividing it up. Biggest game, and these got to be at Philadelphia, right? This team beat the Philadelphia Eagles at home last year. Monday night football, packed crowd. I mean, that Eagles crowd was crazy. Um, they did it last year behind Taylor Heineke. Um, so that's going to be a really big measuring stick game. And a lot of people are going to be looking at this. You know, was it right to go with Sam Howell over keeping a guy like Taylor Heineke? This is going to be a game that people uh, are going to look to to say this is why they should have or should not have done uh, what they did. In the second half, I'm looking at that road game against the Dallas Cowboys. It's Thanksgiving. It's a part of this rivalry. It's a part of this story. It's a big deal for the NFL. It's a big deal for, obviously, the Dallas Cowboys franchise and for the Washington Commanders. If you can go in there and get that win for Sam Howell, if you can be the first first-year quarterback to get a win in Dallas on Thanksgiving since RG3, certainly help catapult your stock uh, at least within the fan base, you know, I don't know. We'll see what the national picture looks like for both these teams by the time we get to Thanksgiving, but certainly will help Sam Howell uh, in the eyes of the local media and, and fan base uh, as well. Final game of the season. We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Again, the Cowboys come to town uh, to end the season week 18 against the Washington Commanders. Hard to tell what that game is really going to stand for, how much is really going to be on the line when it comes around, because it's it's just difficult to really project all of these things that are going to happen. Um, but, you know, in theory, if the Washington Commanders are in contention for a playoff spot, the Dallas Cowboys certainly expect to be in contention for a playoff spot could be a very big game. And I actually kind of predicted that Dallas Cowboys versus Washington Commanders in FedEx would be a, a bigger, uh, bigger type of game on this schedule because of the fact that Sam Howell started his uh, his career like that. Um, and they basically repeat it. So Chicago Bears on Thursday Night Football, that's a repeat matchup from last year. Granted, this year it's in FedEx. Last year it was a Soldier Field. And then Dallas Cowboys Week 18, another retread, recycling from last year's schedule. So a couple of similarities, uh, but overall a very interesting schedule, a very tough schedule. Um, I went through and tried to pick out the easiest stretch and the toughest stretch, and it really kind of demonstrated how tough this schedule really is. The NFL can be all about momentum sometimes, so we're going to look at those toughest and easiest stretches on this schedule to see where maybe the Washington Bears might hit some muddy waters, but also where they might be able to gain a little bit of momentum. It's going to be rough. But that's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wrapping up this episode, this scheduled release reaction episode of Locked On Commanders with the toughest and easiest stretches on the Washington Commanders schedule. And I'll start with the easiest stretch. I'll be honest with you guys. There's really not an easy stretch on this schedule. Now, I came in here looking for four weeks. I wanted to put four weeks. That's what I'm going to call a stretch here. Uh, you know, I could have gone like two weeks. So like, oh, week one, week two versus Cardinals at Broncos, two non-playoff teams, yada, yada. You know, I could have done that. But I wanted to look for four games. And I'll tell you, man, 
Like if you look at the first four weeks, Cardinals, Broncos, okay, maybe you can call that the start of an easy schedule. But then you got Bills and you got Eagles. Like that's that's really tough. Um, so I end up going with weeks four through seven. Now it's interesting because weeks four through seven includes a matchup in Philadelphia against the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles, and you know they're going to be looking for revenge. Like they're not going to forget the fact the Washington Commanders came into Philadelphia last year and were the team to hand them their first loss of the season. So they're not going to want to not they're they're going to want to pay that back to the Washington Commanders. And then you got week 5 against the Bears at home on Thursday night football, primetime Thursday night is always always a tricky animal uh to deal with. Then you're on the road for two of these four games in Atlanta and in New York. Now, the reason I went with this stretch anyway, and again, the, there really are no just quote-unquote easy runs on this schedule, but the reason I went with this one is, I guess for a lack of a better term, your easiest stretch is because you've already, you beat the Eagles at home last year. So you know you this team can do it. And by and large, this team is very, very similar, right? The defensive line is the same, maybe better with Chase Young being healthy and being back on that defensive line. The linebacker group, Jamin Davis is still there. Cole Holcomb, Cody Barton, we'll see what that swap out looks like. The secondary figures to have maybe gotten better. And by this time, week four, your rookies have three games under their belts along with training camp, along with preseason. Of course, we'll see what the injury situation looks like, right? But if you're if everybody's healthy, this commander's roster looks by and large better. The question is really at the quarterback position, right? Sam Howell versus Taylor Heineke and all these things. But this commander's team, for 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 the most part, from a construction standpoint, has defeated the Philadelphia Eagles just last year in Philadelphia, so we know it can be done. They also defeated the Chicago Bears. They also defeated the Atlanta Falcons, and the game in New York against the Giants was the game the commanders tied with New York. They didn't win it, but they also didn't lose it. Remember, they lost to the Giants at home. So that's kind of the reason why I said, okay, well, these four games, you've at least, like last year, you went 3-0-1 against these four games, right? At Eagles versus Bears, Falcons, and at Giants. And I know it was in Chicago, it was at home against Atlanta, but you played the Bears, you played the Falcons, you beat them both, you beat the Eagles, and you tied against the Giants. So 3-0-1 against these four opponents. That's that's really the best logic I could give you to pick a easy, quote-unquote, stretch of games uh, for the Washington Commanders. But I think we can all agree, like, none of these games is really all that easy. I mean, the Bears, uh, you know, obviously we know what the Eagles can do, but the Bears, look, they've, they've gotten a lot better. They've got upgrades on defense. They've got upgrades in their receiving core. Justin Fields figures your factors to have better weapons to work with. He's got another year of experience under his belt. So, I mean, the Chicago Bears look like an improved team. Atlanta Falcons, that's on the road, and who knows? I mean, you're talking week six. I don't know if Desmond Ritter is still the starting quarterback. I know Maybe this is a Taylor Heineke game. And, look, nobody knows more than Commanders fans that Taylor Heineke is a wild card if he is on that field. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the Atlanta Falcons maybe do some things to get Taylor Heineke on the field, maybe have some sets for him. Uh, and all those things. And then in New York, the big the big question for the New York Giants is going to be Daniel Jones. Got that big contract after really one solid year, one really good year of play. Is he going to show that he deserves that contract, deserve that payday, or is he going to come crashing back down to earth? So it's going to be an interesting run, uh, you know, completely. And then I look at the toughest guys, the toughest stretch. So I, I identify that as your quote unquote easiest stretch. So I'm like, oh man, like what is this toughest stretch going to look like? And I identify weeks 10 through 13 in Seattle at home against the Giants in Dallas, and then back home for the Miami Dolphins. And the reason I picked this stretch, because this stretch, all four of those teams are playoff teams from just last year. The Seattle Seahawks made the playoffs uh, uh, behind quarterback Geno Smith. 
The New York Giants obviously made the playoffs thanks to that win against Washington and FedEx and that tie. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys obviously made the playoffs. That's why they, you know, uh, you'd say they didn't play with as much fire in Week 18 uh, as they may may have otherwise. And of course, the Miami Dolphins behind Mike McDaniel's uh, the head coach and uh, Mike McDaniel the head coach and Tua Tagovailoa when he was healthy. And so to me, that's the toughest stretch. You've got four pre previously uh, previous season playoff teams, right? And the giants again, beat the commanders in FedEx. The Cowboys beat the commanders in Dallas. Uh, didn't play the Seahawks, didn't play the dolphins, but certainly tough teams there. Now the Seattle Seahawks, I look at them and I kind of say, you know, Geno Smith, I've always said about quarterbacks, right? It's, it's hard to have a really good season as a quarterback in the national football league. But I think what's even harder is to have two really good seasons because once you have that really good season, everybody kind of knows who you are. Now everybody's aware, you know, you're no longer the underdog. Like Geno Smith, comeback player of the year, that's great, but he's not going to be a comeback player of the year again because now he's here. He hasn't come back. He's just he's just trying to stay here now. Uh, so, you know, uh, Jack Del Rio, the defense coordinator for the Washington Commanders, is going to have a lot of tape to watch on uh, Geno Smith and, and see a lot of things and see a lot of ways to try to manipulate him. So certainly something they could do, but you're playing in Seattle. It's always a tough environment to play. The Giants, again, division matchup, always a tough game. In Dallas, it's really hard to win. Thanksgiving, it's even harder to win. We see the record against the Dallas Cowboys in the last five, and the record doesn't get much better when you go beyond that. And then against the Miami Dolphins, uh, again, it'll really depend. By week 13, is Tua Tunga by Loa healthy? Is Tyreek Hill uh, healthy? Is Jalen Waddell healthy? All those things are certainly going to play into it. But if these two teams are, are, are even health uh, on paper, that is going to be a very tough matchup, very, very stressful on the defensive backs, especially in, like I said, four playoff teams from 2022 so that to me is the toughest stretch of game so easiest stretch again weeks four through seven eagles bears falcons giants <laughs> i mean that's about as easy as i can make it for the commander schedule toughest stretch seahawks giants cowboys dolphins i had one locked on commanders viewer comment uh that i was just trying to give this team a six win uh season with my schedule projection of course i didn't get many of those games right because there's about a thousand and one combinations that could possibly happen in the schedule but it ain't me, guys. Like This schedule is just not very user-friendly. This is going to be a tough, tough road for Sam Howell to navigate. It's going to be a very tough, tough road for Ron Rivera to navigate, especially as he tries to show the ownership group, the new ownership group to come, that he is worth uh, keeping around. But you all are certainly worth keeping around here on Locked On Commander, so I appreciate you sticking around and making Locked On Commander your first listener, your first view every day, every dayers. I will be back Monday with my win-loss projection. I'm going to go game by game, look at these rosters, look at the moves they made, look at the moves they didn't make, and give you my best projection on what's going to happen in the upcoming season. I'm off to rookie minicamp on Friday, so we'll talk to Ron Rivera. We'll talk to the rookies. We'll see what they can do on the practice field. Next week, we'll have some observations from that as well. I am sure that Ron Rivera is going to be asked about Andrew Luck. If he says anything worth talking about we will talk about it if not we will not so make sure you come back for all of that or maybe not all of that if we don't have anything to talk about which hopefully we just have nothing to talk about send in your questions for our next mailbag episode happening live tuesday afternoon to, via email to lockedoncommanders at gmail.com on twitter at dharrison82 in the youtube comments or you can text me anytime at 202-760-2644 via subtext signing off for today i'm david harrison staff writer for commander country a part of sports illustrated's fan nation credential member of the media covering your Washington commanders and more importantly, hanging out with you five days a week until you speak again. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. And I'll see you right back here next time for another episode of locked on commanders, part of locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hey, prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.